All right, all right. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We are back this week with Compton Politics. We are live again for the third time this week. For the third time in a row. Um, still have my guests on back this week. We had a great show last week. A lot of information was given out. I'm sure Dr. Martin has a lot of more information than what we had last week. Um, might be having a couple of more guests to call in tonight. Uh, what else? What happened this weekend? Well, I finally was able to put my mother to rest this weekend. Thank God that that's over. So now she can rest in heaven now. Amen. I'll do a fourth. Lorenzo, you're going in and out. Can you hear me, Lorenzo? All right, thank you. All right, now we're back again. I think we lost right. some a little airwaves, but it's okay. How are you doing, Dr. Martin? I am great. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I mean, I know you've been giving us all this information on a weekly basis. Uh, we appreciate yep. you calling in, uh, giving us this information. It's very valid. Um, like I said, at the end of the day, we're going to probably do some type of conference or some type of symposium to really educate right. these people here in our communities because this is going to be an ongoing thing for the rest of Absolutely. our lives. This is something Absolutely. that we might as well just get used to. It. Might as well call it a a vaccine league. They're gonna keep adding yeah. on different teams every, like laptops, every six months. There's gonna be a new problem, new issue, new new things circulating in the universe, and we have to just keep up. And I think counter politics is gonna be one of those mechanisms that be able to have things you can keep up with news. Uh, Dr. Martin, do you have any new information or is it the same or is it new things that we need to do? Is uh, What's the information do you have? I mean, you know, you know how we do it. It's all up to you to tell yeah, the information. Well, yeah, there is new information. And, and one thing I want to say, um, when I, um, you know, I, I go to uh, different groups. Uh, uh, congregations, I go to workplaces, I go to social groups, and um, I had uh, spoken to a pastor and I told him about our services in our community, and he was he welcomed me in, and I um, spoke to one of the uh, congregation members 
or one of them, and they all had the same attitude. They were a little put off because they didn't want to do the, the vaccination, but they caved in and, and they went and they did what they thought was the right thing to do. And now we come out with something different uh, than what was said before. And so uh, the, their hearts hardened and they're like, we, we, we were told that uh, if we took the vaccine, uh, the mask would come off and we could return back to our normal lives. Now you come and say, okay, that's not true. And we have to still be uh, vigilant. And they said, who are we on that? I, we don't want to participate. We are tired of being misled. And I, you know what? I really believe that somehow they know that we're going to have that attitude. And what's mm -hmm. at stake here? Is it just a matter of inconvenience? No, it's a matter of our lives. And I, of course, can't force anything on anyone. I can just go and offer a valuable service. We very rarely have this kind of service. Uh, many times when people ask me to speak on health care, they want to talk about the disparity between what we get and what the other groups get and how we don't have the services that other people get. Well, um, now we have the opportunity to get services that others aren't get because um, the federal government or, or uh, the federal workers, the state workers, the local workers, they get people coming to their workplaces and the school board. They get these things where they don't have to go anywhere. The, the uh, uh, healthcare workers go there and give them testing. And now that it's offered to our community, um, they're just not as eager because they feel that they've been fed. Uh, you know, they feel that it shouldn't be necessary because the vaccine should work. And now they're being told something different. Well, what I have been trying to tell everyone is that the vaccine was not tested rigorously. They needed to get that out right away. And it's under EUA, emergency use authorization from the FDA, which means that it wasn't tested for the normal time, but we needed to get it out. But now we're getting evidence that this vaccine or the vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, they are not exactly 100%. But that's not surprising. But when we are given that news, we should act on it. Why? Well, there are some long-term sequelae, meaning consequences if we don't. Uh, I just got a call this morning. I was very, very busy. I was very, very busy. And I kind of knew I would be because when we opened the state June the 15th, we were told that if you were vaccinated, you didn't need to wear your mask. And since that time, there are a lot of people, young people, uh, surprisingly. Well, surprisingly in a way. I thought older people would be the ones affected most. But I got a call from uh, Deborah, as a matter of fact, talking about a law student who just got COVID. And, well, why would you think uh, a young, and she's in her 20s, 
would get it. Well, she's a law student. She's probably burning the midnight oil, and she's probably not eating well because, you know, you're under a lot of stress, not getting enough sleep. When these things happen, your immunity goes down. And so that means that you're more likely to get something like that. Uh, And if you did, it would be quite severe because your immune system is not able, even if you're vaccinated, to mount the defense that you need to fight this very, very deadly disease. Uh, So we are working on her, but the whole point is there's many, many more to come because I'm sure with gatherings, because we want to get back to our, our lives and we have things happening and we just just defy, you know, reason and we don't take the precautions necessary. So I assume I'm going to get busy. I was very busy today uh, because not only because people were ill, but it's because the news is out, the Delta uh, uh, virus is out and, and people are afraid as they ought to be. Afraid is one thing, but they have to be proactive. And what do we do uh, to protect ourselves? That's the question. And that's what I'm here to tell you uh, how we should do it and how um, the, the prediction is the highest morbidity and mortality rates will be in our neighborhood. And there's a reason for that, um, for a couple of reasons, but mainly um, people who are diabetic, obese, um, uh, uh, elderly, who are, I said diabetic, who also are hypertensive, people with lung disease, people with heart disease, uh, and people on immunosuppressive. Now that makes sense, right? They can get severe disease and they can be hospitalized and sometimes even being hospitalized, uh, they don't make it. So what should we do to try to um, make sure that we have a better chance of survival if we are in those categories? Well, the first thing to do is early detection. Early detection is your best bet. Um, when, When you contract the virus, there's the RNA, you know, of the virus all over, you know, it's beginning to multiply. And the titer, which is the concentration, over time will build up and it's circulating all over your body and and all your organs. So your kidneys are affected, your heart's affected, your lungs are uh, affected. And so if we were to Get tested on a weekly basis, especially if you fall in that category. If you are younger and you're taking care of yourself, you're fit, you may need to test once every two weeks. And it depends on you and, 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 you know, how you feel about your safety.